Welcome to the Breezy Babies Podcast, where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 89, Thrush in Newborns and Older Infants. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hey there, how are you? Thank you for coming and listening to the podcast today. It is Friday afternoon as I am recording this and I'm trying to get at least one or two recordings under my belt before the weekend hits and we start on our fun activities that we have planned for the weekend. Um, so I hope that whatever day it is for you, as you're listening, you have some fun things planned in the future as well. Something to look forward to. The weather is getting nice here in Utah and I am just soaking up every little bit of sunshine and nice weather on walks. And this is just my favorite time of the year. I don't think it's officially spring yet. Um, I don't know. I think in the next couple weeks, it's officially spring. I'm not even sure. <laughs> I know that daylight savings is coming up at the end of this month. So maybe it's around that same time, but I'm telling you what spring is my favorite time of the year. It's like everything's coming alive again. And I just feel like everyone's emerging from their houses again. And it's just like, it's like the world will go on like is what it feels like. And it's just the best. It's my favorite time of year. I know everyone raves about fall, goes on and on about fall. And I don't know. I just, I've never loved fall time. I mean, it's fun in its own way, but man, spring for me is where it is at. Just that time of renewal, fresh beginnings. And I know here in my business as well, I have a lot of big changes coming on. I I'm planning to hire on some help, <laughs> which I really need some help, a virtual assistant, another IBCLC that will be working with me still in the process of doing all that because I'm very, very slow at getting big tasks done right now. Um, because I got other stuff in my business going on, like for example, recording this podcast episode, <laughs> So before we talk about Thrush today, I want to first read you a recent Google review. This is from Jennifer and she said, Brie is absolutely amazing. She provides such wonderful information on her podcasts with so many helpful topics. I love her training videos and have bought them all. <laughs> Thank you, Jennifer, by the way, side note, she goes on to say, I also have been using the telehealth visits, which have been wonderful. I've had supply issues and she has given me really helpful tips and we are making progress. My husband was also very impressed with her as well. I highly recommend any and all of these services. She is the best. Isn't that the best review ever? Thank you, Jennifer, so much. And I love working with you as well. Side note, um, Jennifer's insurance covered six free consults with me, which before that she was such a great supporter of my products and, you know, 
um, buying some things on my website. And so I am just so happy that she has supported me over the last couple of years. And now I get to support her for free since her insurance is covering six lactation consultations with me. So that's so awesome. Um, okay, here we go. Thrush in newborns and older infants. Are you ready for this? Okay. So I kind of broke down this topic into two different podcast episodes. So if you are wondering about thrush and I don't quite get to your exact question about thrush today, come back for next week's episode, because I will be talking about different aspects of thrush. But first of all, I have to tell you, hopefully you already know that this podcast is not medical advice. If you didn't already know that, then I'm telling you now, this podcast is not medical advice. And this episode is not a good substitute for meeting with an IBCLC or your healthcare provider. If you are actively in the throes of thrush or suspected thrush. Think of this episode as more of a heads up in case this bump in the road comes up later on. And I'm going to tell you some things that you can watch out for some things to help you through, but please do not go down this path alone. You always want to get personalized care for your personal situation. Um, and this podcast episode is not going to provide that. (laughs) So again, work one-on-one with an IBCLC or your healthcare provider. If you do have thrush and you're needing some help. Okay. Also, before we start one other thing, I want to tell you what one of my most requested topics has been lately. And I do have this on my list to talk about on a future podcast episode, but it's probably going to be a bit before I get to this exact topic. Cause I got a long, long list of things to talk about. Um, but one of my most requested topics lately has been baby biting. And even though I don't have a podcast episode that's brand new for you right now, um, you're in luck because I have a recorded workshop that I did with my, with my friend Allegra at Aloha Nutrition, where we talked about all things baby biting in a live workshop and we recorded it because we knew that our followers were going to want to watch this later, even if they were not able to make it live. And guys, we jam packed everything you need to know about baby biters, baby teething into a one hour workshop. So what we teach in this workshop is good latch indentations and scraping with teeth. Sound familiar? We talk about why biting happens. We talk about what to do about it. We talk about teething. We talk about how um, we answer the question, can I even breastfeed a baby with teeth? And then at the end, I teach baby massage. I teach you the face strokes that help you naturally ease teething pain in your baby. So that workshop is open right now on breezybabies.com. You can grab that and enjoy learning all the things baby biting that you would ever want to know. (laughs) So there you have it. All right. Are you ready to talk about thrush in newborns and older infants? Let's do this. Let's dive into the top three tips. Okay. Number one. 
Um, I have to start with dig deeper into your symptoms. Okay. I want you to ask yourself, is it really thrush? Because let me tell you the truth. Thrush is very overdiagnosed and actually not as common as one might think. I recently had a a client that had been battling thrush with her newborn. She was doing everything she could to avoid taking antibiotics, but couldn't quite get rid of her newborn's white tongue. When we took a closer look, it actually turned out that uh, I don't even think it was thrush at all. So here's a few things for you to consider. Number one, is it just a white tongue or are there white up the sides of the mouth and on the cheeks? Okay. So when you look in your baby's mouth, think about that. Is it just white on their tongue or is it also white on the sides of their mouth and up on the cheeks? And then number two, I want you to consider if you can scrape the white off. Okay. Because if you can scrape the white off and it's just on your baby's tongue, there's a really good chance that it is not thrush at all. Interesting, right? So the funny thing is, is that if you were to call your OBGYN, for example, and say, Hey, my baby has a white tongue. They'd very likely say, Oh, it sounds like thrush. Here's a prescription for an antifungal. So you are going to be so much smarter than that. Cause you listen to the breezy babies podcast <laughs> and you are going to have an IBCLC in your corner. What will an IBCLC do for you? Well, we help you put together the puzzle pieces and consider all the options. Some other things to consider is, are there other symptoms? Do you have deep shooting pain? Does your baby have a bad diaper rash? So as you can see, there are many more things to consider than, Oh, is there a white tongue? Yep. Okay. It's thrush or it's not thrush. No, there are more pieces to the puzzle. So now let's fast forward and say that, yes, you have gone through all the appropriate steps you've worked, you've worked with an IVCLC and yes, in fact, you do have thrush. Now what? Well, let me tell you, let's move on to tip number two. So tip number two is consider your treatment options. First off, most importantly, You have to treat you and your baby. If you have thrush, you cannot just treat one or the other. Now there are many options, some prescription and some more naturally minded. And I'm not going to really get deep into that today because the type of, um, the option that I would refer for you to use is going to be more personalized. And it's not something that I would feel comfortable um, telling you what to use in a podcast episode like this. Plus IBCLCs can never um, prescribe for you anyway. But what I do want to tell you is some other tips that you can work through that are going to be really important if you and your baby are being treated for thrush. Okay. So this is a big one right here. You are going to want to make sure that you sterilize or clean anything that touches your breasts or your baby's mouth. I'm talking toys. I'm talking pacifiers, breast pads, bras, 
the whole nine yards. You do not want to be passing this stuff back and forth. So you have to keep everything super, super clean. P.S. Here is an interesting question that you might be thinking um, as I'm talking about this. And that question is, can you save breast milk while you have thrush, like for your freezer stash, right? And if you didn't have that question before, you probably have it now. <laughs> You're probably thinking, yeah, uh, what about that, Brie? Can you save your breast milk for your freezer stash while you actively have thrush? Okay, so here's what Kelly mom has to say. They say milk frozen during thrush treatment can be given to baby without a problem while you are still being treated for thrush. They go on to say that many sources recommend that mothers do not freeze expressed milk for later use when they are being treated for thrush. We do know that freezing deactivates yeast, but does not kill it. That was from a 1990 study. Um, so they say there is a theoretical risk that milk express during a thrush outbreak could reinfect baby at a later date. However, there have been no studies that tell us whether or not this defrosted milk is really a problem. So what? <laughs> so can you, or can you not save breast milk while you have thrush? I feel like we kind of just went in circles there. Do you feel the same way? So basically, if you already have some saved breast milk in your fridge or freezer before you got diagnosed, then you're probably fine to still save it for your baby. I definitely don't recommend to throw it away. If you don't feel comfortable feeding it to your baby, go back and listen to my episode about how to not waste another drop of breast milk. Again, you can still find good uses for your breast milk, even if you don't feel comfortable um, feeding it to your baby. But at the same time, okay, um, while you don't want to be just throwing away all your breast milk, this also may not be the best time to actively be saving milk for your freezer stash. Is that clear as mud? <laughs> Hopefully so. Um, so there you have it. That was tip number two. Let's keep, let's keep rolling on here. So tip number three is avoid antibiotics when it's not necessary. So for example, with viral infections, um, you are not going to want to take an antibiotic. Antibiotics are for bacteria, not viruses. So not every sickness needs antibiotics. Now I'm certainly not against antibiotics. There are times when they can be very, very helpful. And in fact, I was on antibiotics myself just last month. And so there are times when you are going to need them, but I want you to ask yourself, do you truly need antibiotics? And if you do, then you may ask yourself the question, well, wait, am I guaranteed to get thrush if I am on antibiotics? Now that's a good question because antibiotics not only kill off bad bacteria, 
they also kill off good bacteria. And when that happens, thrush can go crazy and go wild. So that's how the two are connected. Now, if you have more questions about this, well, you are in luck because that's next week's podcast episode topic. We are going to be talking about how to avoid thrush while on antibiotics. And I have a firsthand experience with this, and I'm going to be teaching you everything I did to avoid thrush when I was on antibiotics myself just, well, that's already been a month and a half ago because that was in January at the very beginning of this year. So make sure you come back, listen to next week's podcast episode. It's going to go hand in hand with this week's. And of course, if you have any recommendations for podcast episode topics that you would love to hear in the future, I love to get DMS from you on my Instagram or you can always email me brie at breezybabies.com. I would love to hear from you. And of course, if this podcast episode has been helpful, the best way that you can thank me is to leave a podcast review. It's free. It takes two minutes to do, and it really helps me out by bringing future families to this podcast episode as well. So if you're on Apple podcasts, you can leave me a review and, um, then I'll read it here on this podcast because I love it. I love hearing your reviews. I love hearing about what's helpful for you. And I'm always open to suggestions for improvement as well, but Hey, Thank you so much for coming and taking the time to listen to this podcast episode today. Thank you for all the times that you share it with your friends and family. Last week, I had the most downloads on this podcast than I have ever had before. A thousand downloads in one week. So exciting. And I so appreciate it. Of course, I'm going to leave you with you are strong. You are smart. You are beautiful. You're a good friend to all. Have a great week, friend. Catch you next time. 